What is going on, listeners? Welcome to the Try Hard Podcast. Ah, what uh what the last couple days, guys? How are you guys all doing? I hope you're having a good day. Um, it's uh, currently Wednesday here. Uh, I kind of broke off my schedule already of uploading. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to have an episode up for every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but I had a bit of a um. A bit of an episode with uh, with my uh, with my org, um, and we'll we'll touch touch bases with that in a little bit. Um, yeah, just um, yeah. So that's why I kind of had to break the schedule a little bit, and uh, it's kind of annoying. But hey, I'm here with you guys. I'm want you guys. I'm giving you guys another another episode to listen to. This is episode number four, I believe. I'm also um um the quality of the of the um, episodes, it's 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 gonna gonna vary because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what type of equipment I want to use. Like right now, I currently I record on um, just a laptop and um, a snowball microphone with a pop filter, so I'm not really using any crazy equipment. Um, I'm doing a little more research and figuring out what I want to use um, as far as software, and I want this shit to sound crisp for you guys. You know what I mean? I don't want you guys to be you know, having to turn it way up because it's too quiet or having to turn it down, it's too damn loud. I don't want the levels to be peaking and all, you know, just technical sound shit that I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, how I want to do it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with sound. Um, I used to, I mean, my, my name is Garza Beats. So I used to, you know, I used to produce music and stuff, you know, back when I was a young and so I'm pretty good with sound and stuff like that. But uh, anywho, uh, I don't know why I say it like that. It's kind of weird when you go when someone says "anywho," you just want to punch him right in the fucking face, like just smack the shit out of him. Anyway, that's better. Anyway is a better way, uh, better way to say something. Um, yeah, so let's get into this little. Um, so on Tuesday, I made uh, I made a Periscope. Um, I had a, I had to make a tough decision in regards to three uh, kg uh, three kings gaming my org. Um, and in regards to the Call of Duty team, I had uh, kind of associated with f- coming into uh, coming into Atlanta. Um, so the last, I would say the last couple of day, uh, the last since like last Thursday, it was last th- last Thursday or Friday. Um, I had been was it is it Friday? Sometime last weekend, we'll put it that way. I I it just for some reason, man. Um, I had talked to the team, or I had talked to Gorgo, who was one of the players, um, and um, you know we had all. Well, before that, I should rewind. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I had agreed, you know, to bring them on and you know and fund them for for the Atlanta event. Um, the The only problem with that was was with this Birmingham event, which is what two weeks after Atlanta. So the problem I was having with with getting a team in general was everyone wanted to go to Birmingham. It's like, you know, Birmingham just wasn't, and it's not an event that I was able to do. Like, I, I you know I fund my own org by myself, so it's like you know it's a certain it's a certain amount of money to pay to send teams to uh to these NA events. You know, it's not it's not un, unattainable, but the Birmingham event. The Birmingham event was a whole different. It's a whole different animal in itself. It's a whole different amount of money. It's like 
to go to Bur- to go to to that Birmingham event, it was going to cost you know about triple of what would it would cost to send someone to a normal NA event. So that was kind of the the problem I was having with um, getting a getting a team, pretty much. So um, you know, I was in talks with a lot of a lot of really good teams, a lot of a lot of real you know top tier teams, and. Um, it it all it all just came down to that really it came down to them wanting to go to Birmingham and it's just like I can't you know I can't I can't make that happen you know straight up I can't and I would tell them that you know I was in talks with with Juju Juju's team um, I was in talks with Dido's team um, you know so a lot of a lot of really good teams uh, Nelson's Neslo's team a lot of really top amateur teams. You, what do, some of them you don't want to call amateurs because some of them have ex-pro players on them, and you know. So, um, unfortunately, it just you know I couldn't come to terms with anybody with you know they 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 just they, they all wanted to go Birmingham and they just it was like they just didn't, uh, they didn't understand like yo I can't send you guys to Birmingham like being straight up I can't do it. Um, now the whole time in between I was kind of reaching out to um, to Gorgo's team, which is Gorgonite, Nick Hate. Animal and Caesar Skies, so I was reaching out to Gorgo because Gorgo's been a guy. You know, I had him on my on one of my teams in the beginning of the year. Um, I just liked I like the I like I like the way he plays. I feel like he has a lot of potential to do some stuff in in this in this community in the scene. Um, he's a young player. He's a, you know he's a young up and comer. So I kind of always like I felt like All right, I got to make sure to have this kid like around. You know what I mean? Like. I, I even after he left uh, from the team, from the first team I had, um, you know, I kept in touch with him, you know, and I always wished him the best of luck. Um, you know, he went to, he went to play for some other org or whatever, and you know, I always kept in touch with him, and and you know, I just kind of kept that friendly like rapport with him, you know. So I was looking for a, I was looking for a, for a team for a while, man, and I always was. You know, throw, hinting out to him that I was interested in picking up his team, and they were looking, and you know, and it, it it eventually came down to the same thing with him. With it was, um, you know, hey, um, um, I um, we want to join join up with you, but we want we need to go to Birmingham to the port and blah blah blah. And I was straight up with him there. I'm like, yo, you know, I Birmingham is just it's not an event that I I cannot I cannot send a team to. I just cannot do that. Like I just. Like financially, it's just it's impossible for me to do that. Like it, I would I would pretty much be risking my entire season on one event. You know what I mean? So it was just it was out of the question with that. Um, so he, you know, he kind of went off and was still looking for orgs or whatever. Cause I I got it. I know I understood they wanted to, they didn't they didn't want just a, an org for Atlanta. They wanted an org for you know after Atlanta and right into Birmingham, you know, it was just going to be easier or whatever. <clears throat> um, so I got, I got that. And I, you know, I continued, I was actually in talks with Juju's team. Uh, unfortunately, and I like Juju a lot. He's a good, good dude. It's a really good player. He's a well-known player in the, in the, you know, in the scene. Um, I'm sure most of you who are listening to this and probably know who Juju is. Um, unfortunately, things just couldn't work out for with me and Juju just for the fact that, um, his team wanted, you know, they wanted some type of salary, which was something I really couldn't do. 
Um, also, the Birmingham was the Birmingham event was really really crucial for him and his team because they're as far as pro points, they didn't have the mo- the most amount of pro points. So obviously, every, everyone want, everyone wants to have that shot at qualifying for champs, and you know, pro points is a big is the biggest part of that. So the Birmingham event was kind of like a do or die for for him and his squad. Like that's that's their chance of being able to go get you know. Go get go play and, and get far and get pro points and but you know all that. Um, me and Juju, uh, we had you know, we had we we had talks for a while, man. We had been talking for a while, but it was all like, you know, we were just we, we ended up kind of like helping each other out as far as like trying to find other people to help. Because I had agreed, I said if you we can find some legit investors, sponsors, or whatever. Um, you know, we can kind of group up, team up or whatever and be able to send this team out there. And, you know, just it just really didn't f- – the, the people he had brought to me um, just wasn't – I mean, it wasn't really what I was into. I didn't really want to split – have to split the – the whole point of an org owner paying for a team to go compete is they want them to represent their brand and their organization now, if I had to split the cost with somebody else, it's like I'm splitting that notoriety that I would gain if I did gain any, if I would gain any of the team doing well. So I just at the end of the, at the end of the day, I just see, it seemed like it wasn't a good it wasn't a good trade off for me. So I kind of passed on that. Um, I know Juju and um, I know I know Paradox just joined just joined Juju's team, which is I'm happy to see that because Paradox, a, a guy that I've, you know, he's been on one of my teams before and he's a good dude and he's got a lot of potential in himself. So that's a good squad. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what that squad's going to do in Atlanta and Birmingham because Juju's a beast, Paradox a beast, and the rest of those guys, uh, Human Jesus is a beast. Who else is on the, who else on the squad? Uh, they're, everyone on that team, they're all... They're all really good players with really good experience. So I'm excited to see what that team does in Atlanta and Birmingham. So back to Gorgo Knight and these and these guys. Okay. So after that, I was kind of like in kind of limbo for like a week after I um, broke off of talks with Juju's team. Uh, Dito, Dito, who's I mean, he's his team is arguably the the hottest amateur team right now in the scene. He had hit me up and. Um, I weren't talks with him, and it was just same type of thing where I just you know they wanted things that I couldn't give them like a salary. Like I don't even if I had the money for a salary, I I wouldn't feel comfortable. I wouldn't feel comfortable paying amateur teams a salary. Like I, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? It doesn't especially if if you haven't made pool play yet this year. I don't think you deserve a salary. That's my opinion. That's a whole different topic. We'll we'll touch on that a whole different freaking time. But so Dido's team didn't work out, and I know he just got picked up. His squad just got picked up by I think a German team, some like new German team, some new German org, I should say. So they're repping a German team for for ATL, and I'm not sure about Birmingham, but so I'm happy for him, happy for them. I hope they I hope they do some things. They're they're actually my favorite. Of, of all the am, uh, amateur teams, they're my favorite right now to make uh, to make pool play. Um, they've they've beaten a lot of good uh, good teams. Um, they won a two K. It was one of those you know pro challenge two Ks or whatever. So it wasn't like they played any any like any of the real pro teams, but they won a two K. So they're they're looking good. They're looking really good. That's a, that's a strong squad he's got there. Um, 
Okay, now, so with Gorgo and these guys, so then Gorgo finally hit me back up and was like, hey, you know, we're down to go under you for ATL, and then, you know, we can um, we can find another org for for Birmingham, but after Birmingham, we'll, we'll, we want to come back with you, okay? So I agreed. I said, all right, let's do it. You know, let's let's do it. That was I don't know what two two and a half three weeks ago I think it was two and a half three something like that. So after I agreed with that, and I did agree. I'm not going to say I didn't agree. I agreed. Um, Gorgo asked me. Um, he said, "Is there any way um, we could work something out for salary?" Okay. Now, like 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 I told you guys, I don't really believe in salaries unless you're like an, an a, a consistent. If you're a consistent team, a consistent open bracket team, like where you make pull play, that's a whole different thing when it comes to salary. Now, Gorgo asked me for Gorgo, you know, asked me for salary, and he kind of and I I saw his point, you know, his team was beating guys who are on salary, and it's like you know I I, I completely agree, you know I, I I understood where he was coming from. Now my you know my my rebuttal to that is like okay, just because you're beating. Just because you're beating teams that are on salary doesn't mean you're, you deserve to be on salary. Who who says that those teams deserve to be on salary? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all it's all. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, some teams are getting paid when they shouldn't be getting paid. It's it's plain and simple. Look what happened with Ghost Gaming. Ghost Gaming is, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but that roster when they were under bittersweet after they made um they did some shit. Uh, what was it? Anaheim. After Anaheim, I was in talks with uh, the owner of Bittersweet. Well, I think he was the owner. Some Alex, his name was. And um, he was trying to shop that roster. And I'd hit him up and we talked about what that roster wanted. And those guys, you know, they wanted the world. They wanted salaries. They wanted signing bonuses. They wanted all this stuff, right? And, you know, they had just came off, you know, they had just came off pool play type shit where they made pool play or made league or whatever they made but it was like it wasn't like those guys you know there was a new team it wasn't like they've they've you know it wasn't like they had this huge resume you know space spacey was the most well-known player out in that team and whatever so i passed obviously obviously i passed on that so i passed on that and then i seen they got picked up by ghost gaming so i'm guessing ghost gaming you know Gave them what they wanted, and you know, you guys seen it on Twitter, man. Those guys were, you know, they were Ghost Gaming had had these dudes had these dudes living like if like if they were the best team in Call of Duty. You know what I mean? They were in a fucking mansion out in L.A. They um they were fucking you know they were just living large, bro. Chefs and shit, like homemade meals by professional chefs. Like they were them boys was getting it. Like you can't even hate on it. They were getting it. But Ghost Gaming didn't didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. What did they accomplish? What did they accomplish? Like during that time, you know what I mean? Like look at it. They didn't. They didn't really do anything. They didn't win an event. They were getting paid like they were the best team in the in fucking Call of Duty. They were being treated by their org like they were the best cut team in Call of Duty. And what did their org at the end of the day gain from that? Uh, they didn't really gain much, in my opinion. You know, and then you you know you guys see what ended up happening. They that team broke up and blah blah blah. And, and Ghost Gaming pretty much just spent all that money for no reason. I mean, they still have a team with uh, with mocks and stuff, but yeah, that's how that worked out, right? So 
anyway, back to Gorgo's team. So um, Gorgo, you know, came to me with the idea of a salary, and I told him, can't do it, straight up, can't do it. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sure call with you. I don't, I, I can't do it, and I really don't want to do it. But I came up with an idea. Actually, my, my wife gave me this idea. She said, um, why don't we do like a like a per diem thing, right? So like, um, you know, give them like extra money for the events. You know what I mean? Give each player extra money for the events. You know, like a couple hundred, you know, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks each player just to have extra spending money at the events, you know, to cover food, to cover Ubers, all that type of shit. And I said, that's a, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I pitched it to Gorgo. I said, Hey, how about, you know, for each event, um, you know, I give you guys, you know, extra money or whatever. And he was cool with it. They were, they were, you know, they were not, they were down with it or he was, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really, like I said, I, I didn't have much of a relationship with the other guys. I didn't really know them. I know they are good players. That's about it. Um, so Gorgo was, you know, he was down with that. So um, a couple of days went by, and I was just busy, just you know, at home shit, real life shit. Um, so uh, uh, it came down to the um, the flights, and I, I I don't know if Gorgo told asked reached out to me or I reached out to Gorgo because I know I know uh, the other guys they had told me with Gravity they, they you know they just booked their own shit and then um, Gravity you know. Gravity kind of just reimbursed them, something like that. It was some kind of agreement, mind you. I have no con. I had no contracts written up for these guys. I haven't had. I have done no contracts at all this year, and that's a whole different issue. I'll get into that in a minute. We don't want to digress. But um, so a couple of day, a couple of days go by, and and uh, I I was gonna reach out to Gorgon and say, hey, how, what are we doing for flights? Am I you know I'm paying that for upfront or whatever? I just I was busy. I didn't I didn't get a chance to do anything. Um, I wasn't on Twitter for Twitter for a couple of days or whatever. And um, I think I did. I think I no. Gorgo reached out to me about the flights, and I said I was. I, I don't know. I don't remember what my reaction was actually. I have to look through my DMs, but whatever. Gorgo said, "Hey, you know, let's take care of the flights or blah blah." blah. I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." Um, he said, "Do you want me to look some prices up?" I said, yeah, cool, go ahead. So he looked some prices up, sent me whatever, and, you know, it's like, all right, cool. You know, the most expensive flight was his, but whatever. You know, I knew I was going to pay, pay a little extra because the shit was so, like, you know, so soon. You know what I mean? Like, so it was whatever. So I DM'd him and said, all right, cool. Because how I like to do it, I like to book two flights one week. Or the the best way that I, that I really love doing it, when I have time as far as when I have two months before an event, I, I book one one plane ticket one week, another plane ticket two weeks. Now, you know what I mean? Just because, like I said, I got real life shit. I got real life bills and other, I got other shit I got to pay for. So if I spread that out, I'm, we're good. We're Gucci. You know what I mean? I can hotels, not a problem. Flights, if we do it like that, it's not a problem. It's what it is where it is. Obviously, this time, it, since the event was so close, I'm like, all right, right, I gotta book two flights this week and two flights next week. Okay, whatever. So I I messaged Gorgo and I said, all right, cool, because he had sent me the prices. I said, cool, I'm gonna book two flights this weekend. With or I'm gonna no, I said I'm gonna book two flights ASAP. So as soon as possible, as soon as I can, right? Cool. Now, come and I I got I had some shit going on here at home. Come that weekend, like that Friday. Um. I was at work, man, and and then something just kind of hit me. Like, uh, 
like not not I just was reflecting on the entire season, right? The entire season did not go the way I wanted to go. Well, I shouldn't say the entire season. It's this the season's halfway done now, right? I think there's Atlanta, Birmingham, Seattle, and then probably Anaheim, LCQ, and then Champs. So yeah, we're about we're at the halfway mark right now. So I'm reflecting on the season, and it, you know, I none of the teams I've had have done. The only team I had that did well was you know the Dallas team, and you know they came two games away from pole play. Whatever we've discussed that before. So um, I um, I decided to just I don't know, just something in my head was like, should I even spend this money on these guys? You know what I mean? Like why? Like I'm literally I'm I'm basing. I'm basing my org's like current future on their word. You know what I mean? And like I said, I don't know these guys. Gorgo is really the only guy that I kind of know. I'm basing that. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty much like. Like I'm basing my entire org on their word that they're gonna come back after Birmingham. You know what I mean? Now, mind you, every team that I've had prior. Have, they've told me the same thing. Hey, you know, this is the squad. We're going to stick together for the rest of the year. We want to stick with your org, blah, blah, blah. And after every event, I didn't have a team anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't I didn't have a team anymore. No, And there was no outcry on Twitter. No one was telling me, hey, man, that sucks how they did you. They just left you in the dirt. No. Nobody. Everyone just would dip, and, it just went, and the org just got left there. It is what it is. So after every event, I'm back to square one looking for a fucking team. You know what I mean? Like, and at the end of the day, it is, it's my fault. I, I, I completely think it is my fault that I should have had contracts, man. I have the resource, you know, I have the resources to, to do a contract with all these guys. And I just, I was so like, just naive. I wanted like, I didn't want a contract because for what my thinking was is I wanted guys to be there because be with my org because they wanted to be with my org. I don't want them to feel like they have to be with me because they're under a contract. You know what I mean? And that's what I felt like a contract represented was kind of being tied down because you had to be tied down. You know what I mean? I wanted I I wanted to I wanted them to be loyal and and to want to be a part of 3KG and to want and, and to and to like hold 3KG at a certain status in their in their Call of Duty, you know, career. That's what I. That's the kind of thinking that I had. It was real naive thinking, man. You gotta understand the type of the type of people you're you're dealing with here in this Call of Duty, you know, competitive scene. You're dealing with young young guys who aren't even. They're not even twenty. You know, they're not old enough to even un, fully comprehend what it is to be loyal. What it is to, you know what I mean. What it is to, you know, kind of really you know really just not want to disappoint somebody like they don't under, they don't fully comprehend that you know what i mean and they're young guys that's what it is you know they're they're all young guys they you know now this has nothing to do with this has nothing to do with the the, the you know gorgo knight and all them this is all general thought um so i you know i'm thinking about, i'm gonna book these flights tonight or whatever but it just didn't sit well with me man i'm like Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna book these flights, spend all this money, okay. Hotels, reimburse them for the team pass because I think they yeah they already got the team pass. I already have a team pass for Atlanta, so I'm I'm I gotta figure that out with MLG. I gotta figure out if if um 
I can have that transferred over to MLG Seattle and then probably do like a, a giveaway to somebody, somebody with that or whatever. But um, I got to figure that out. I'm actually, I'm going to email MLG and I hope that they, they help a boy out because I've gotten fucked over by them a couple times this year and, uh, you know, hoping they throw me a bone with that. But anyway, so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm, the whole time I'm thinking like, you know, what... What, what what am I gonna do if these guys leave? And if you if you judge by past, you know the past cycle of things, they're gonna leave after one event, and I'm gonna be stuck back in my normal spot of looking for a fucking team. You know what I mean? So that was really weighing in my head. And another thing that weighs was weighing in my head was I just not I'm not excited. I wasn't excited for Atlanta, man. I just wasn't like I wasn't pumped for it. I was pumped for Dallas. That was the only one. Only one I was pumped for. You know what I mean? Only one. Um, New Orleans, I kind of just sent a team out there. I liked all those guys. I like Robbie, um, Oog, uh, Paradox. Who else was it? Uh, Dr. Fancho. <laughs> I like all those guys. Are, I love. I like those guys. You know, they're all cool. Um, so I just got, you know, I, I just wasn't excited for Atlanta. You know what I mean? And I was keeping I was keeping track of the of, of these guys, and I know they were you know they weren't scrimming as much. You know what I mean? They you know I know that they were in a league, the NJ league, I think it is, and they played a couple a couple games without the whole team. It was two guys and a, a bunch and two other guys, pickup guys. So I didn't really know what was going on with with their team. If they you know what I mean? So, but that hadn't really to tell you the truth. That had nothing to do with my decision. So at the end of the day, you know, I just didn't, and this is nothing, like I said, this is nothing against these guys. This arguably was going to be the best team that 3KG has had, like by far, like the most talented team. So it all came down just to me, man. I just didn't, I just didn't want to do it. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't feel, I feel like this entire season has not gone the way I wanted to go. And it's not, I I wouldn't say I was giving up, but I just kind of like, Stepping back and just reevaluating the way I was doing everything, you know what I mean. Um, and it, and it sucks because when I thought about that, when I knew, I literally didn't tell them till like the following Monday because I was going back and forth, man. I was going literally back and forth. I'm like, I I don't want to do this, but I should just still send these guys because, you know, I did tell them that I was going to do that, and I don't want to I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go against my word. I don't want to I don't want to ruin my image in the cod scene you know seeing as i'm i'm pretty new to it i didn't want to i didn't want to do that but at the same time like i would tell myself as well well did they give a fuck did those other you know did did they people really give a fuck when they just left you in the dirt like after every event and i mean gorgo was one of those guys at the end of the day he was one of those guys who after dallas was just like see ya you know what i mean like so you know, I don't. At the end of the day, man, and I like I said, I don't have nothing. Have no ill will towards these guys. I don't. I don't mean them any any harm. You know, I hope. I I hope they have success. I think they should. They could have some some, some success. Um, I just you know, I don't owe them anything. Plain and simple. You know, like I don't. I don't owe anything. I don't owe anybody anything. You know, so I I came. You know, I finally realized i think on monday i was like fuck it 
I'm not doing it. I don't, you know. And it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm dropping these guys and picking up another team. No, I'm literally. I'm more likely three kg. We're done for this season, for this MLG CWL season. More, more likely we're done. Unless at the end of the year, like for the LCQ, I get a really good opportunity with a team. Maybe I'll come back, but <clears throat> it's more of like just going back to the drawing board and, um, you know, and just figuring out how I, how I want to go about this. Contracts are 100% thing that we're, are, you know, I already have them in the works. So the next team, as far as, far as for next year, there will be contracts in the beginning of the year. So... That's a hundred percent, you know. And at the same time, you know, maybe you know, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll get a, a group of young guys and just build them up. That's always been an option for me. You know what I mean? The, the cheaper option, it's an option that will probably build more loyal players to the org. You know what I'm saying? So that's always, you know, that's always something I've kind of flirted with and I've thought about. So you know, that's an option. So. You know, I, I, it's unfortunate what's happening with these guys. I I know I put I I know like they don't understand that I know I put them in a fucked up spot. I really do. Um, I you know I told Gorgo, hey, you know, because I have a more a relationship with Gorgo. Plain and simple, I'm not gonna hide that. Like I know the kid a little bit more than I know. I don't know these kids at all. I told Gorgo, hey, dude, I'll you know, cause I feel bad that I'm putting you in a rough spot. I'll go ahead and help you pay. You know, I'll pay half your fucking flight. You know what I mean? Just out of respect I have for you. You know, at, at some point I was even going to just say, fuck it. I'll, you know, I'll cover your guy's hotel or cover half of it or something. But, you know, obviously after I, I um, DM'd Gorgo that, you know, all the guys felt a certain way and they, you know, they felt like, you know, I scammed them. or I, man, I'm not a fucking scammer. Get the fuck out of here with that. Like, and all the other teams that I've had, I've done everything that I could for them. I've everything I promised. I told them I was going to do. You know what I mean? So, it's a uh, it's an unfortunate it's an unfortunate thing, um, and you know I you know they're mad. They're you know they're tweeting stuff, and I you know the other guys they you know they can tweet what they want. I really don't. Um, there's not there's not really much I can say to those guys because I, I don't know them that that well. Um, Gorgo, I, you know, I, I know, I know, I know how he is. I know what type of kid he is. He's going to be throwing shots this whole entire time. Um, I told, I know I, I even tweeted, I said, you know, you, you can go ahead, you know, Gorgo can tweet all the shit he wants and, uh, it is where it is. You know, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad about anything. You know what I mean? So, um, it is where it is, man. Unfortunate. Fortune situation. Unfortunately, I got I got to drop off for the rest of the year. That not only do I have to, but I want to. You know what I mean? I want to. I I just want to go back to the drawing board and 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 uh, and just see you know see where everything goes. Uh, we'll um, yeah. So that's that's where that is, man. I uh, and, and I know most some of those guys will listen to this podcast. I wish you guys nothing but the best. I hope you guys uh, you know I hope you guys. Find the ore quick as fuck and, you know, go do some damage or whatever. And uh, Gorgo, I know he's going to be talking shit more and more. Um, I'm going to let him. I'm going to let him talk shit. You know, I understand where they're coming from. But I also want them to understand where I'm coming from and understand that, you know, I'm kind of sick of taking risk. You know what I mean? Like, if they, you know, if if, if it's, it's just I'm sick of taking risks pretty much. I, I got to start taking more, like, just kind of start taking this 
risk that I know I have a good chance of, you know, of paying off. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's all. That's the update on the 3KG squad, 3KG Call of Duty. We're pretty much done for the rest of the year. Um, I think, like I said, now I'm just going to focus on this. Uh, I'm probably going to pick up some streamers, maybe some Fortnite players, some something like that along the lines of that. Maybe a female pro team, a female pro league team, if you know I can find a decent one. So we'll still be working on some shit for 3KG. But as far as the Call of Duty team, it's a wrap for the rest of the year, man. And it's unfortunate because I like Call of Duty so much. It's the one eSport that I really want to do some damage in. And just the year did not go the way I wanted it to go. Plain and simple. All right, enough of 3KG. Enough of that shit. Let's get off of that. Let's um, let's go into some um, some uh current like current shit, right? Let's see, let's see what's happening. Let's see what's happening in the world of Call of Duty. I talked like over half hour on on three KG. My bad. Um, I don't. I really don't want to make this podcast all about my org. I do not want to do that. Unfortunately, today that you know, this past situation is something that actually kind of caught you know caught the eye of a lot of. A lot of people in the competitive scene, so the amateur competitive scene, I should say. So I kind of had to touch on it. So let's move on from that. It is what it is. So let's do some uh, recent, some current recent events, some daily events. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta figure out some names for these segments. So uh, bear with me. So let's see what ha- let's see what happened in the world of. I have some shit written down, but uh, all right. So right now we'll we'll go over. Okay. Next threat, the next threat, ro- next threat roster that was, uh, who was it? It was, um, it was Sensor, Nafigan, Blast, and Mochilla. They were on next threat. Well, they are no longer a part of next threat. They, I guess they, I don't know if they just split away. I didn't really see why or, or what, but they kind of just, I'm not sure if they, they split away or if they got dropped or whatever. They are no longer a part of next threat. They have joined with most wanted yeah, most wanted, most wanted esports. Most wanted a pretty, pretty decently known uh, org. Um, they had a little bit of, they had a little bit of, a, um, what do you call, a little bit of conflict at the beginning of the year with some teams they were trying to pick up, and people were calling them fakes and blah blah blah. And most wanted, if you guys know on Twitter, they will follow and unfollow you more than anybody in the fucking world. I'm not sure what the deal is with that, but whatever. So most wanted esports introduced their Call of Duty team for MLG Atlanta, which is Face Sensor, Nafigan, Blast, and Mochilla. That more likely means that see when they say Call of Duty team for MLG Atlanta, it might might just be MLG Atlanta. You know what I mean? It might not be any more than that. So we'll see. We'll see. It might just be a, a one-time thing, and then they go and move on. Um, yeah. So that that's a. Uh, that's that's what's going on. So uh, uh, most wanted picked up uh, the X next threat team. So shout out to them. Uh, um, that's a good team. I mean that is, that is a good team. Um, I know. Uh, I, I shout out to my boy Storied. Storied, if you guys know who he is, he's an up and comer, up and coming uh, Call of Duty player. His squad just beat next threat at the last uh, the last. 2k that that boy's team has been on a fucking so how was it story drama who else is it and two other guys really good players they're all really good players those boys have been in they've been in on a fucking tear man they took down lightning pandas 
They took down Complexity. And now they took down Next Threat. Those guys, I don't know what it is, but you know it's you know it's 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 funny. It's it's fucked up. I don't know what it is. They beat these top teams, and then the next the next series they lose. I, I I don't get it. I don't how how does that story? How do you how does that happen, bro? Let me know. Like you guys, obviously they obviously have the they have the you know the remedy and and on how to take care of these these top tier team top am teams. Um, but it's it's just weird. They they destroy these teams, not destroy them, but they beat these teams. They clutch up on these teams, and then they lose the next series. That's beyond me. I don't know how it's working, but shout out to that squad anyway. I think they're under. Fuck, who are, who are they under? I don't know who they're under, but shout out to Storied. I see you doing some shit, boy. I was talking with him too. He was a possible three uh, kg signee, but didn't didn't work out. Or they're with Hydra. They're with Hydra. There you go. That's who they're with. So they're uh, Storied with Hydra. It's Story Drama, and I forget the other two. Uh, they're with uh, yeah, they're with uh, Hydra Gaming. So uh, shout out to them, man. That's a good squad. I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, excited to see what they do at uh, at Atlanta. So let's see. Um, we like I said, we could we could go over the the pro league, but you guys, I, the pro league just doesn't excite me at all. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know. I feel, like I feel like it's the pro league might be they might. MLG might be oversaturating the market with the pro league. I I, I think they might be. I don't you know I it just I don't know why, but it just it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean? So I'm not gonna go over the pro league. Maybe I think maybe next episode I do a little more research on to see who's doing see who's doing what. I know I know everybody's certain teams are qualifying for the playoff or yeah for the playoffs. And I think I know Team Caliber just qualified for the playoffs. I think Optic already qualified. All you know so. I'm not going to go through the pro league. I just I don't really want to do that. Um, let's see what else is going on in the world of Call of Duty. Uh, uh, not, I mean, there's not really much going on. It's pretty. It's been pretty fucking dry. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, shout, shout, I know we talked about Courage um, stepping down from um, from casting. That was, yeah, that's something we talked about last episode, I believe. I know he, um, I guess he, he started his career, his, his new career in full-time streaming. I guess he did, he, he did pretty well his first stream. Um, let's see, let's see what his numbers were. I think his numbers are pre- pretty well. He, uh, he went on, uh, things that off with a bang as he reached, he reached an impressive 533 subtrain. Wow. That's pretty good. He had a couple thousand viewer, viewers tuned in as he played for it. So, so he, his his little content creation, full-time streamer thing started off with a bang. So I'm happy for him. Uh, he's an entertaining he's an entertaining guy, plain and simple. So he's gonna have he's gonna have success in that. People like to watch him. I like to watch him, and I don't really like to watch anybody. He's entertaining as fuck. So he's he started it off. With a bang. Um, let's see. Let's see what else happened. Oh, one thing I wanted. To, one thing I did want. I want to um, touch on was uh, something I, I seen about um, our, our our president of the president of the free nation, right? The president of these great United States of America. Um, he he said he said something. He said something about. Well, here, I mean, you guys obviously all know what happened two weeks ago with uh, uh, 
you know, with the whole Parkland shooting in Florida, you know, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a damn shame. Like what happened? I mean, that's, that's a whole different issue. This is not a political podcast or then gun control or that at the end of the day, young kids lost their lives. Um, it's an unfortunate situation. Well, you know, people, people, you know, and people from the, the left, from the right, the Democrats, the Republicans, fucking even the people in the middle, whatever, everyone, we're all, everyone's trying to figure out a way to combat this problem of, you know, of these mass shootings and, you know, people, everyone's trying to find some kind of solution, you know, um, I have my opinions on it, um, and I'm not really going to get into them, because like I said, this isn't really a political podcast, but it's a, it's a it's a problem that both sides, the left and the right, you know, it's both sides, the Democrats and Republicans, we all can agree is a fucking problem and it's got to be fixed ASAP. And these shootings just happen more and more every, you know what I mean? It's, it's they're happening more and more every every it feels like every week there's a new shooting or some kind of some kind of, you know, tragedy when it involves guns. Now while I'm bringing it, why 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 I'm bringing it up is um, Trump bl- is an article that came out and he he this is something he was in a he was in a, 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 a like a conference speech or whatever blah 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 he was, he was talking to the news and he said this is something he said he you know he he put blame on video games for mass shootings that's what he said uh, let's see let me let me get um uh, say he said uh, let me get the exact quote he said. Uh, he said, movies are so violent, Mr. Trump said at, at a meeting. Oh, it was a school safety meeting. So he said, we have to look in the internet because a lot of bad things are happening to young kids. So he's, he's blaming the internet. <clears throat> he says, this is, this is the quote that, you know, kind of stuck with me and kind of, you know, kind of pissed me off a little bit. He said, uh, the, where, where, damn! I just lost the fucking quote he said. He he mentioned that uh, he goes. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. So pretty much he's blaming video game. He's he's pretty much saying video games are fucking with these kids' heads, and it's it's contributing to them, you know, to them carrying out these mass shootings. Now, that's 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 a that's a strong statement for the president to say, and in, in as as a Call of Duty fan, and for you guys too, this you know for for the players, for for everybody involved in the scene, that's that's a scary thing for the for the president to say, you know, because Call of Duty being you know the best selling game of the year, you know it's it's a shooter at the end, of the, it's a shooter. You know what I mean? You're you're shooting guns, you're shooting automatic weapons. So for him to say that, let's say there was some kind of reform. Let's say there was some kind of, I don't know, some kind of law passed or Congress came together and said, we got to do something about video games because of this motherfucker's, you know, thought. Call of Duty would be one of the, if not the first game they would look at. You know what I mean? Like it's, at the end of the day, to us, it's not violent because it's a fucking video game. You know what I mean? But to them... They're trying to look for any scapegoat to get, you know, to get the media and to get the gun control lobbyists and all these motherfuckers off their asses. So if they can say, if they if they can do stuff like, you know, 
limit limit the the graphic or limit the the type of stuff that gets put into these games like like Call of Duty, you know that could affect that could affect a lot of things within the scene, a lot of things within within the um, the business of Call of Duty and Call of Duty esports. So I didn't I didn't want to really get too much into it, but I just it was something that kind of bothered me. I figured that I would you know you know just kind of speak on and here and uh and you know make you guys really kind of ponder you know where where that's going for you know in my opinion with this you know with the whole gun control shit it's it all it all just comes down to it's mental health man you know what i mean all you guys we all play call of duty a lot more than the average player if you listen to the podcast you probably play call of duty more than the average player um have you ever got in if 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 you've ever if you have ever from playing Call of Duty got the thought of picking of going finding a, a, a automatic weapon and shooting up a school or shooting up a a, a a gas station or robbing somebody or killing somebody if you've ever had that thought in your head you need fucking help you need to go you need to go find help you know what I mean you should those thoughts should never get into anybody's head no matter what you're doing you know what I'm saying so. <clears throat> Call of Duty is like, like. I hope it doesn't turn into like the scapegoat, and it, and it could, it could. If hopefully it was just hopefully that that remark by him was just kind of a a random thought, and he just said it to say it, and hopefully there's no weight behind it. But if there is some weight behind it, it's uh it's pretty scary, guys, because um you know it's it's just. You don't want to be mixed in with that. You don't want to be mixed in with gun control, with violent video games. You don't want, you do not want Call of Duty to be, you know, to be in in that. Like you don't trust me. You don't want it. Um, so let's see. Let's 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 get away from that. Uh, here we. Oh, here's a good story that you guys might, you know, I, I read a little bit of this, but a twenty a twenty. What is it? A 24-year-old Colorado native, I'm not going to say his name, we're going to call him Jason, traveled to Syria in April 2017 and has claimed that years of playing Call of Duty gave him the skills necessary to help him survive. So he, this motherfucker went to Syria and said that, was is he is he in the army or some shit? Hold on, let me check. Uh, let's see. So... Yeah, so um, he he was in the he's in the military. So homeboy pretty much said, "Yo, if it wasn't for Call of Duty, I don't know what the fuck I would have did in Syria." So he he he's attributing his a ability to survive from playing the video game. Um, he says, uh, "Gave him another, so pretty much he's saying playing Call of Duty for up to thirteen hours a day. He might have been a competitive guy, shit, for playing." Up to 13 hours a day, which which gave him an understanding of weapons, taught him basic combat skills. That's what he said. Wow. So he's he's saying, yo, Call of Duty just pretty much helped me, you know. Wow, that's that's pretty. Uh, yeah. So shout out to that guy, uh, Jason. You know. So that's what I guess you can kind of piggy piggyback piggyback that off of the whole Trump thing. I don't know how how real that is for him to say that, but. That was a story that that was kind of that was all over the media. So I figured I'd share that with you guys. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. So um, 
yeah, guys. Well, that's you know, there's not too much going on. Um, I got some other things. Um, I'm actually gonna have. I think uh, next week we'll have our first interview with a player. Um, I'm not sure who the players. I have a couple players in mind. I have a couple. I have two guys that I've reached out to and they've agreed to do it. Um, I gotta figure out how I want to do it. If I want to do it on Skype, Discord. Um, so. I'm going to figure that out probably by this weekend and get that probably that interview taken care of maybe by Monday and have it up Tuesday or have it taken care of Tuesday, have it up uh, Wednesday. It's kind of a, it's a weird uh, as far as getting interviews from players. It's going to be kind of difficult right now. It's going to happen, but I'm just trying to figure out their schedule, my schedule, more probably their schedule because, you know, they're, they got they got 2Ks, they got scrims, they got, you know, all the type of shit that they do with their team. So you kind of got to be able to do it when, when both parties, you know, can. So, um, yeah, so I'll have an interview, you know, and that's, that's like I told you guys in the last uh, podcast, that's kind of what I want to do with this. Um, I want to have interviews with, with players, with competitive players and, you know, other people in the in the scene, whether it be org owners and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, we're we're on the right path, guys. Um, you know, I'm sorry if my energy was a little little down today. You know, the whole thing with the with three kg kind of put me in, in in the dumps in a way, and um, it's unfortunate. But you know, we gotta move on. We have to. You know, so you know, like I said, I I wish those guys nothing but the best. And um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I'm gonna this this will be up. This will be up pretty soon, and uh, I'll definitely be doing another episode very soon. So, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the Try Hard Podcast. Yo, let's get these numbers up, guys. You know, share with your friends, share with your, share with everybody you know that likes to play Call of Duty, man. Um, you know, I want I want to get this podcast bigger. I want to I wanted to do better numbers, and uh, yeah, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Garza Beats Three KG. Follow me on Twitch, Garza Beats Three KG. Uh, you can uh, add me on PSN, Garza Beats 3KG. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Garza Beats 3KG. All right? All right, guys. I hope you guys have a, a good day or night whenever you listen to listen to this and uh, enjoy. All right? Talk to you guys later.